Good afternoon. Welcome to Mimi's Message. This is Bernice, also known as Mimi. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Today we're going to be talking about something very um, intense, I believe, that people have been starting to get into and God has really been talking to me about it. And so we're going to be talking about it because here at Mimi's Message, we talk about everything. So what today's topic is... The title is, Can Christians Use Crystals and Burn Sage to Block Off Bad Energy? And um, I've heard a lot of people talking about burning sage and um, using crystals. uh, And that's starting to become a thing now. Um, But we are going to be talking about that today. That is something that is not godly. It's not biblical. So we're going to be looking deep into the word um, and looking at what God really is saying about the use of such things. Um, So pick up your Bibles. Let's take our pens and our pads and our notebooks and let's dig into what God is saying today about the use of crystals and sage. All right, let's have a moment of prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you for your love and your awesome protection, God. You are a God that protects us. You are our banner, Jehovah Nisi. Thank you for being there for us, even when we did not know that, God, there were things that were happening to us, God. Thank you for protecting us from the seen and unseen things. Thank you for being a good, good father. Thank you for just knowing how to light up our our pathway knowing how to how to orchestrate our lives so that we do not hit our feet on anything we do not find ourselves in places that we're not supposed to be or we don't even find ourselves in a in a horrible situation because you have been protecting us you have been shorten us you have been covering us with your wings god so we just love you god and we welcome you here today to to be among us as we we look in your word and have clarity and understanding of what you you say when you say certain things and i pray that lord your your consuming fire god will will penetrate through every heart every mind and everything that is happening on this time that we learn about your word in in this message god So we release this message to you, Father. Let your will be done. Let your consuming fire come and and burn down anything that is not like you, Father. And we say that, Lord, have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, God. Have your way. In the name of Jesus, have your way, Father. So right now, God, remove every distraction that the enemy is trying to place in our way. Bind every everything that is not like you, every demon, every witch, every warlock that is not like you, God. Rebuke the, uh, the hand of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We put up our shield of faith and we quench every fiery dart of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. So have your way, Holy Spirit. Take over. We surrender everything to you, God. Let your will be done. Let your, 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 your kingdom come. Let what you have planned today manifest, God. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. We have an open heart to hear, to receive what you want want us to receive, God. And an open mind, God, to hear what you want us to hear. And Father, 
um, our life is open to you, God. So you do the work. You do the redemption. You do the restoration. You do the cleaning. You do the the um the grace. You do the mercy, the work that we need. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen.
Thanks for tuning in to Mimi's message. So today, like I said, we are going to talk about what the Bible says about crystals and burning sage. Um, that is something that God does not ordain us to do, does not approve us for us to do as Christians. He does not um, encourage us to do such things. Those things are not of God. It's not biblical. So we're going to look at why Christians should not use crystals and burn sage. So we've prayed. We've dedicated this time to God. Um, before we start we we just heard the song about it saying jesus there's no name above the name of jesus and that is completely true there's no name that can be comparison to the name of jesus because the name of jesus whenever you say the name of jesus demons tremble whenever you say the name of jesus things bow down whenever you say the name of jesus every knee will, will bow down every tongue will confess the name of Jesus has power, okay? That is the first thing we have to know as Christians, that there is no thing in this world that can come against the name of Jesus. There's no thing in this world that has more power than the name of Jesus because the Bible says that he's, God is what the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, right? He's the God of gods. What does that mean? He's above every God. He's above every Lord. He's above every king. So he is the one that sits on the throne. He is the majestic one. He is the Elohim. He is the El Shaddai. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is uh, I am that I am. He is the great the great one. He is he is who he is. You understand? So there is nothing in this world that can be so heavy or find that we have a bad energy around us that we cannot use the name of Jesus to destroy. Because guess what? Jesus died on the cross, okay? He took on himself every single sin. So if that is true, and and he took on himself every single sin, which is the truth of the word, right? And he rose up on the third day. He conquered death, okay? He conquered death. So what does that say? that says that if someone if if a god okay can conquer death he was what he was spirit and flesh right he came down and dwell with us okay so all the things that we are we are going through he's been through he said he he was here he conquered the world he lived in the world and he has overcome the world so he knows what you're dealing with he knows the bad quote-unquote bad energy that you need to you need to shield yourself from he knows that which is why he says his name has power to demolish every stronghold to do rebuke every demon everything that is not like him yet some people like to turn to things that are not of god which are crystals and burning sage i don't understand why christians are doing that it, it really hurts my heart because that that is saying that we are putting those things above the name of jesus we are putting those things as more worthy to protect us than god himself than jesus himself even than the holy spirit who is our comforter who has been given to us as a gift we are basically putting him aside and basically putting our trust and our faith in in these diabolical things okay and today we are talking about that because that is something that needs to be talked about we cannot entertain things of this world okay we are not to be in the we are to be in the world but not of the things of this world we are to be above that 
okay so today we are talking about why why christians should not use crystals or burn sage and if you're a christian that is currently doing that this is this is a message for you god is trying to speak to you okay do not feel shameful do not feel you know um horrible maybe you did not know so now you know right so now you know but um you know this is a message for you if you are using it you need to you need to stop and i'm going to go through why god is saying it's not good for you to do that okay and it's okay to repent god wants you to repent if you are somebody that's doing this god wants you to repent okay and he's a he's a loving father he's going to embrace you just as he embraced the israelites okay when they made an idol and worshiped that idol when moses went up to the mountain to speak to god he came back and they were going crazy with this idol guess what in exodus um exodus i believe exodus 32 yeah exodus 32 is what when they built that idol and when um you look at exodus um 33 14 god said he did not reject them okay he was with them he helped them they of course they repented but god helped them okay go to the promised land so if you're somebody that has been using those things when you repent god is going to help you okay so today let's look at basically first we're going to look at bible verses that shows that god is protecting us I think that so many people use crystals or burn sages to shield off whatever bad energy that they feel like is around them because they don't really know what the word says about God's protection. They don't really know that God is protecting them. Okay, so we're going to look at Bible, Bible verses. So let's look into the word of God. Open your Bibles and let's look at it. Alright, so let's look in the Bible. Let's look at Bible verses that really outlines and reassure us that God is protecting us. That he's just not a God that just leaves his children for the enemy to come and attack. He doesn't do that. Even when um, when the devil came to you know God to, to say, you know, your son Job... If you know, if you take everything away from him, he would deny you. And God is like, no, he's not gonna do that. The devil had to get permission from you know God before he could he could do anything to to Job. So, whatever energy, whatever thing that you think that crystals are going to shield you from, realize that the enemy cannot touch you until they get permission from God. And God will never put more on you than you can bear. And God has given you power to speak against the enemy. So honestly, you have the best hand at this. You have the best. We we Christians, we who believe in the word of God, we have the upper hand. Okay, so let's look in the word where God is saying that he has his protection over us. So let's look at Matthew eleven twenty eight. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Um, You know. We have a lot of issues that are going on in this world. We There's a lot of things that are happening and people are starting to be wary and burdened with all those things. But God is saying, come to me, 
when you're worried, when you're worried, when you're anxious, when you're burdened, and he will give you rest, meaning that you can rest in the Lord. He is a God that you can rest in. Resting in God is trusting him, believing in him that he is a God who will give you peace. He's a God that will help you and, and, and allow you to dwell in his safety. It says in Psalms 4, 8, it says, In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety safety all right so if you worry and heavy you know with the burden guess what psalms 4 8 promises us that in peace the lord will help us to lie down and sleep for he god okay alone make us dwell in safety okay let's look at um second thessalonians 3 3 says but the lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Who is the evil one? The devil, the enemy, is the evil one. He will. Who is going to protect you? God is going to protect you from the evil one. Because we all know in John 10, 10 that, you know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But God came to give us life, life abundantly, right? Which is why he sent his only son, Jesus, to give us that life abundantly. It says in um, John sixteen thirty three, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus overcame the world. He's telling us. He says, I have told you these things because he has lived in this world just as we are right now. He says, you know, in me, you have peace. In Jesus, we will have peace. He's the prince of peace, okay? In this world, we're going to have trouble. There's trouble all around us, okay? But in him, there is peace. Not in crystals, not in, in sage, but in, in Jesus. In him, there is peace. He says, take heart. Because he knows that we are weary and burdened. So he says, take heart. I have overcome the world. He's telling us. He's reassuring us. Guess what? Don't worry because I have already done this and I have conquered death and I have risen and I've put the enemy under my feet. So take heart. I have overcome this thing. And let's look in Philippians 4, 6 to 8. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, in everything, by prayer and petition, prayer and petition not crystals and burning saints but it says prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and the peace of god again peace people are burning crystal i mean burning crystals burning sage and using crystals because they want peace but guess what the true peace the right peace the anointed peace the all-consuming powerful presence of peace is found in God is found in Jesus is found in the Holy Spirit the Trinity that is where the pure peace comes from it doesn't come from anything else let's keep reading it says um, so Philippians 4 7 and the peace of God which transcends all understanding transcends all understanding you cannot comprehend that peace it means that when you're somebody who's going through a lot of craziness and you have quote-unquote bad energy around you like people keep saying you have peace in that chaos like I personally have been through crazy moments in my life where I could have literally lost my mind but 
God, when I prayed and I made my petition to the Lord with thanksgiving, meaning that I already thanked him for the things that he has already done, guess what happened? He gave me peace. I had this peace over me. That how how is it that you are peaceful when things are going crazy? It's because there is something about the peace of God that transcends all understanding. You don't understand how it is it that you have you maintain peace yet things are going crazy because you know the God that you serve. You know the great I am. And it doesn't make sense because he is God. He he can do anything but fail. Right? And it says, let's continue. It says um, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Jesus Christ. Okay? Out of the heart flows the issues of life, right? Your mind, you have, you are anxious in your mind. Your mind is going crazy with all these things that are happening. You you feel like you have bad energy around you. And the, the battlefield of the mind is where the enemy dwells. You, the enemy likes to come and whisper things into your mind to cause you to be anxious and cause you, that is where he likes to put his words and likes to do you know um cause you to to feel like things are going crazy and all that, that your mind is where the enemy likes to put its feet and basically do things against you because it starts with the mind that's why you ha- that's why it says that there's a battlefield of the mind you have to continuously petition your your request to the lord and and be in the word your mind is very very important because what you think becomes action okay so when you allow god to give you his peace over your mind you are able to shield yourself from even allowing bad energy to come into your space all right Let's look at Isaiah 54, 17, 17. Um, Isaiah 54, 17. It says, no weapon formed against you will prevail. And you will um, refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. It says the heritage. What does heritage mean? This is your inheritance. Okay. People buy houses to in, give it to their kids to inherit. They buy cars. They buy companies and all that. But what does it say? No weapon formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that comes against you will be destroyed. Okay? So that is your heritage. That is your inheritance. The nothing that the enemy does can be can cause you anything cannot come against you okay it will not prevail it will not prevail the bible says that you know the enemy comes at you one way but they will flee multiple ways okay they will not be able to touch you so let's keep reading it says um this is your inheritance of the servant of the lord if you are a servant of god if you are a child of god you know this is your inheritance of the, this is your heritage of the uh, of being a child of God okay you have this promise that God will shield you from any tongue that try to come against you any weapon that try to come against you all right so um and let's keep reading it says and this is their vindication from me declares the lord he will vindicate you okay he will re- he will rebuke the enemy for your sake you are a child of God, meaning that, think about it this way, if, 
if you you know um you have a child let's say right now you have twins okay you have two little girls you and your husband you know if you're a woman or if you're a man you and your wife okay you have two girls do you think that if a um um a, a dog or a wolf or a bear came over into your house to try and 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 kill your your child or hurt your child you think you're going to just sit around and and just watch that happen no you're going to protect your child against anything that try to rise itself against your child you're like no you cannot touch this one because they are dear to your heart your heart right your children are dear to your heart think about it this way too you know, if somebody try and accuse your child, let's say your child go to school and somebody is trying to, you know, bully them and all that, you are going to be like, you are going to defend them. You are going to give them, you know, a letter to the teacher like, hey, this is what my child is saying is happening in school. You need to address this as a teacher. You are going to vindicate them because it is their heritage as your as 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 being your child. And that is what God is saying in Isaiah fifty four seventeen that it is your heritage for him to defend you, for him to see to it that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Okay, so no weapon formed against you will prosper. All right, so remember that, that God is not going to sit around and let no bad energy come against you. Let's look at the last one, which is um, Isaiah 41, 10. It says, so do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. Okay? I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Do not fear. Fear and peace do not go together. You cannot be at peace and be fearful at the same time. Okay? And it says that I am with you. So why are you fearing? He's here. His Holy Spirit is in you as a Christian. You've prayed a salvation prayer. You know, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is with us. He's in us. He's on, he's over us. Okay. Meaning that he's dwelling on you. Okay. And he's around us. He's a spirit. He's everywhere. He's omnipotent, omnipresent. God is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. So why are you fearing bad energy? Why are you fearing the enemy? Okay. He says, do not be dismayed for I am your God. I am your God. The Lord is saying he is your God. He is your God. Remember that today. Whenever you feel that bad energy that you people keep saying they're feeling, remember who is your God. Remember who's your father. Remember who's your daddy. God. He sits high. He is on the throne. He Nobody can dethrone him. He cannot be dethroned ever. Okay? So he said, I will strengthen you and help you. All you need to do is call upon the name of Jesus. Call upon God and say, God, help me. Strengthen me. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's here to help us. You have to call on the Holy Spirit. You have to say, strengthen me and help me. And lastly, he said, I will uphold you with my righteous hand, right hand. His right, he is using his hand to help you. I don't know about you, but I don't know any, any, anything, anything, anything that can say they're using their righteous hand, right hand to help. 
no 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 gods no 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 nothing can compare to the name of Jesus no god can compare to the god that we serve he cares so much he's not he's not just going to sit there and twinkle his little his finger he's not going to sit there and just fold his his hand no he's he's warring for us he's rebuking the enemy he is destroying he has angels he's sending against the enemy he's not going to just sit there do you ever see a parent just sit there and twinkle their little finger while your child is about to get hurt. No, 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 no. They're going to get up, pick, take their hand and, and rebuke whatever it is that the enemy is trying to do or whatever thing that is coming against them. He is a defender. He defends us. Okay. So why is it that some people find themselves looking at crystals and sage for protection? It's because some people might not understand that that is the enemy. You know, that is something that is not godly. So now that you know that that is something that God doesn't um, encourage or approve of, this is the time to really open your heart and repent. Tell the Lord you are sorry. If you are somebody that, you know, knew about it, but you're still doing it, maybe you. this is the time for you to get convicted, for you to stop, you know. Um, and realize that God is protecting you above anything else. God is, his protection is greater than anything that you can touch or look at for protection. Okay. Um, you know, and as I was putting this together, I have been sitting on this message for, I think, two weeks now. And I'm just trying to like, let God just show me what to, where to go in the word to really like take out Bible verses and events in the word that can really um, show you examples of times where God is basically saying, no, do not entertain this type of thing, you know, and as I was preparing this, he gave me a, a vision and basically what he showed me was he showed me somebody who had like a crystal around their neck, right? And they were going down the stairs and they, 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 they tripped and they fell. And guess what? Do you know what they said out of their mouth while they fell? They called on, on the name of Jesus. They said Jesus while they were falling down the stairs. They did not look. They did not look to their crystal around their neck. Why is it that you have a crystal around your neck, but yet you're still calling on the name of Jesus? Because that crystal does not have power to do anything for you. You know, why is it that you you still calling on the name of Jesus? You know, why you have you you believe that that crystal can shield you from anything? Why are you calling on the name of Jesus? Because the name of Jesus has power. You, you know internally, your heart knows that the name of Jesus has more power than anything, which is why the person was calling, calling on the name of Jesus while they were falling down on the, uh, on the stairs with a crystal around their neck. You know, there are people that are wearing the crystals as, um, as fashion, like, you know, to, to shield your body. That is the enemy. That is so demonic right now. And I just, oh my God, help us, Lord, help us. So um, what does the Bible say about idols? What is the meaning of worshiping idols? Because honestly, burning crystals, I mean, burning crystals, um, burning sage and using crystals is basically worshiping idols. You are, whenever you put your belief in something to either, you know, physically protect you or do something to seek protection of any kind you are putting that thing as above you you are putting 
um, honor in that thing. You are putting um, great greatness in that thing. You are seeing that thing as holy, you know, uh, and that becomes an idol. Your, your, your crystal that you have at home, that you have around your neck, wherever you have it, you are seeing that thing as an idol, okay? The sage that you keep burning in your house, in your car, wherever you go over yourself, that is becoming an idol because you are looking to that thing to protect you. And God does not encourage that at all. He does not approve of that because anything that you put before the Lord is an idol. And that thing, that crystal, you're putting it before the Lord, that is an idol. The sage that you're burning in your house thinking that is going to protect you, that is an idol. So what is idol? It is when you worship um, a thing, so an image, a cult image, uh, which is basically a physical image because uh, crystals are physical, burning sage is physical. Um, you know, you have a statue in your house that you worship that is physical. Um, and you use that thing as an item to seek protection or to seek favor or to seek joy or to seek whatever. Um, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We are not to seek joy from anything but from the Lord. Okay. The Lord will give us things that will help us to be, to find joy in our life, you know. Um, but we don't seek, you know, things that are, I, I, you know, has an idle capacity, you know, to, to find protection or to find contentment or to find joy. You know, we don't do that. God gives, you know, for example, God will give you a family. You know, um, if you are a, a woman, he will, he, he will give you um, a, a, a husband, okay, to, to bring some joy into your life, to, to you know, do perp- to, to do ministry with or, you know, to travel with, to um, walk purpose with, you know, to have kids and all that. That is the way, you know, to build business, to do things with to help you on this journey, you know, that is the way God gives us joy, you know, in our lives. If you're a man, he will give, he will give you a wife, you know, for you to be able to, you know, do your ministry, be able to do your purpose, do your work, work purposefully and all that, you know, and walk, walk in your gifts and your, your, the mentals that God has given you. But to seek, you know, joy from an image or, a, you know, a cult image, an idol, that is not from the Lord. I don't know why I had to say that. That was not part of my my notes. Um, but I, I feel like somebody needed to hear that today. So let's look at what God says about idols. We've already we have already looked at um God's protection. Um but now we're gonna look at his his meaning of what he says when he talks about idols that's something that he does not um encourage he does not allow us to do he does not think it's beneficial to us so we should not even think about doing that let's look at luke 4 8 it says jesus answered it is written i love when um jesus says it is written i love it when he says that because listen let's let's look at this When you look in Luke 4, that was when Jesus was tested. Jesus was tested, you know, in the wilderness. And he always said, it is written. He said said that to the enemy. The enemy comes to, comes to, you know, Christians, comes to people, 
with these ideas to to use crystals to to burn sages you need to look back to the enemy and say it is written okay what did what did jesus say in in uh, luke 4 8 he said it is written worship the lord your god and serve him only why did jesus say that because when the devil came to jesus this is what the devil said he says if you worship me Okay, for let's look at this. Luke 4, 6. And he said to him, I will, and he, meaning the devil, said to, to Jesus, I will give you all their all their authority. Okay, first let's let's look at Luke 4, 5. Okay, let's start from there. It says, The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. Okay. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and and a splendor. It has been given to me. I will give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will be yours. And Jesus said, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Remember that the devil was um, basically the owner of the world at that time. And so he was telling, you know, um, Jesus that, hey, if you, if you, um, you know, give, if, if you bow down to me, I will give you everything that is in this world. But we realized that when Jesus died, okay, and took up all the sinful things that happened because of Adam and Eve, um, sin of eating the forbidden fruit he jesus got up on the third day and he jesus took had ownership had had dominion over everything everything belonged to him right everything belonged to him he had ownership of everything so if we know that jesus has ownership over everything why why is it that we are so fearful why is it that we feel that we need to put our trust or our confidence in in you know things of this world why why is that you know so um let's keep looking it says that um so when we look in the word of god um, we see that it says in, I believe, John fourteen thirty. okay? John fourteen thirty says, I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me. You see that? The prince of this world. Who's that? The devil. But, but this is what Jesus told the disciples. He has no, he has no power over him. He has no hold over him. So, that shows you that Jesus has power over idols. So, we are not to put our trust into those things. Let's look in um, Matthew 4.10. Let's look at Matthew 4.10. It says, Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So that's why we have to look. We have to tell the enemy when he comes, away from me. 
away. Goodbye. When those quote unquote um bad energy comes around you, you need to say away with you, devil. Goodbye. Get thee behind me. Okay? Exodus twenty three said, You shall have no other gods before me. Exodus twenty um, Exodus was basically when the Israelites were um, taken from Egypt, you know, by by um, the help of Moses and Aaron and Miriam, who was the who was also a prophet, um, and they were led into the wilderness. But guess what? There was an angel that was before them. God had a cloud, okay, over them. A, 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 um, he had fire, okay, burning over them. A pillar of fire, okay, by night, all right? And he had his protection over them. Yet, when they got to a point where Moses went up to um, to pray to God and seek direction and left them with Aaron, he came back, <laughs> and this is what happened. He came back and he saw them with an idol they created an idol because they thought oh we don't know where Moses is so let us just create something that we can you know look at for help God had a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire hovering over them this whole time okay yet they still needed something that they could touch something that they can hold and maybe that's why people are using crystals and burning sage because they want to have something to touch but that's what that's what um that's how the enemy steals your faith because God is spirit and, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, okay? You have when you, you nobody can see God. He's spirit. You can feel the presence of the Lord, okay? You cannot serve God without believing, okay? Without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. You cannot serve God without faith. Faith is believing in the Lord, period, without seeing him. There are people who have seen angels, okay? Yet, they, even before they saw angels, they still believed. You, you, they don't need to see an angel to know that there is a God. They just know that there is a God. They just know. So... We have looked at where God is saying that idols are not good. We we do not we're not supposed to have idols. Okay? So let's look in um Exodus. Let's look at Exodus where the Israelites were basically doing those things. It says that Exodus thirteen twenty one it says the Lord was going before them, okay, in in a pillar of cloud by day to lead them on the way, and in a pillar of fire by night. To give them light that they might travel by day and night. God, just as he led the Israelites, he's leading each and every one of us, our lives. He, he's never going to leave us alone. He's never going to just leave his children, just, you know, leave them by themselves with no protection. He's not going to do that. He, he says he's a light that, he's, a, he's like a lamp that lights our pathway. Okay? He's a light. He's a light that lamps that literally lights our pathway okay he lights our pathway so we know where to go he's never gonna just leave us and just be like okay deuces 
Y'all go figure out this life by yourselves. He does not ever do that. Even when we are horrible, when we do crazy things, he's always there. He has that agape love for us. Okay, so let's look at Exodus 32. That was when the golden calf by these Israelites, our forefathers, was created. All right, let's see, let's see what happens here. It says here, when the people saw that Moses was so long in, in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, come, make us gods um, who will be, go before us. First of all, God was already going before them. God was there. Uh, Moses was talking to God. He was there. See, the thing is, um, one thing that God showed me is that during this time, people are looking to sage burning and crystals because their Moses, quote, like the person who's a Moses in their life, basically, let's say the pastors, the the mentors, the leaders, you know, those people are right now on their own mountain praying to the Lord for direction during this um, coronavirus um, epidemic. And so because they are not face to face with them, you know, they're not really close with them at this time. Some people are putting their trust in something that they can touch or feel because their Moses, which is basically their pastors, their mentors, you know, are not there physically that they can see on a weekly basis. So instead of seeking their own mountain, you know, really going before the Lord like Moses did when 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 Moses went to the mountain to pray to the Lord, the Israelites could have also be praying to the Lord at the same time, you know. But instead, they wanted something that they can touch, you know, um, because they don't really hear the, the, the voice of the Lord like Moses does, you know. So if you really hear the voice of the Lord, if you really um, know the voice of the Holy Spirit, you are going to get convicted in certain things, you know. And it, it happens by being close to the Lord. The more you are close to him, the more you start to hear his voice. He, sa- he says that his sheep knows his voice, you know, a stranger they don't know, okay. So if you don't know the voice of the Lord, that's okay. You can learn by spending time with him. The more you spend time with somebody, the more you start to get to know the person. There is no way, I, I promise you this, there is no way that you will spend you know, intentional time with God each and every day with, in worship, in prayer, making your petition to him and just waiting for him to speak to you and not and have him not say a word or not show you a Bible verse to go to or not, you know, bring somebody to give you a, a word from him or, you know, um, have a message come on your TV or come during a sermon. There is no way. God is not going to just let you just talk, talk, talk to him. And he does not talk back when you want him to talk back. He does not do that. He speaks back. You just have to listen and really really listen God will talk to you how he knows you are going to hear him okay he will talk to you if there is a a um a a demon somewhere if there is a witch somewhere if there is a warlock if there is something that is going to hurt you trust me when I say this God will tell you okay he will show it to you he will let you know it okay You are not in this alone. So let's continue reading. It says here in um, Exodus 32, um, Exodus 32, 1, 
It says, as for this fellow Moses, this is what the Israelites were saying to um, Aaron, who brought us up out of Egypt? We don't know what has happened to him. Basically, they were complaining to Aaron like, hey, yo, where is Moses? Because we don't know where he's been at. This this dude has been gone for a while. But he was gone for a while because he was seeking the Lord's face. Okay. But Moses, what did, let's see. Let's see what Aaron said. Aaron answered them. Okay. Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters were wearing and bring them to me. Oh, my God, Aaron. <clears throat> Moses left the Israelites with Aaron and Aaron was supposed to be the one be like yo listen Moses is not here right now he's praying over there let us gather together and pray okay and pray instead of you all telling me to give you a God look up there is a pillar of cloud up there over us that is God okay we are we already have a God we don't need no other God there is a, a, a pillar of fire over there that is God so y'all need to settle down and let, let's just worship God right now and wait for Moses to come back with the, with the Ten Commandments. But, you know, what did Aaron say? Sometimes when some people are under pressure, they will yield to, you know, what the crowd is saying. There was a lot of people that were there, right? A lot of people in, who, who Moses took from Egypt. So let's see what happens. It says, take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters were wearing and bring them to me. Three. So uh, it says, so all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. Oh, my God. All right, let's keep on reading. He took what they handed him and made it, it into an idol cast in the shape of a golf, of a golf, um, fashioning it with a tool then they said these are your gods israel who brought you out of egypt oh my god so basically aaron put his hands together and made a golden idol from from your earrings for them to worship and then they insulted the Lord by saying, these are the gods that brought you out of Egypt. But wait a minute. Rewind back to when God led them to the sea, the Red Sea, right? And what happened? He allowed Moses to part the sea. So, who parted the sea? Is this this golden, golden, gold, whatever golden idol? Or is it God that parted the sea? Oh, Lord, have mercy. So, what does this say? The way you put these crystals and burning sage before the Lord, when you do these things, you put your trust in these crystals and in this sage burning, you are behaving like these Israelites, saying that this is the, the thing that is actually helping their lives. The Bible says that, you know, I'm just going to paraphrase, it says it, it's, it's very um, unwise to start off in the, in, the, in the spirit and try to end up in the, in the flesh.
um, let me look it up, you know, meaning that um, to do, to start a thing, allowing God to help you and end up doing it in the physical is not wise. So I think it says, um, okay, Galatians 3, 3, it says, are you foolish? After beginning by means of the spirit, are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? So meaning that, like, how is it that you're starting with, with uh, you know, with God, but then you want to end end it with your flesh? Like, do the do things, like, you help, you're allowing God to help you. For example, the Israelites, they're, they're allowing God to help them through Moses to, you know, go through the, the Red Sea, you know, um, see the Egyptians behind them being basically drain um being uh, overtaken by the sea but they were able to walk you know with walk all these times what how many years 40 years it took them they didn't need no sandals their sandals were still intact you know how is it that you you started you left egypt with the help of the lord but now you want to let your flesh cause you to create idols and finish your your race with with fleshly desires that's what it means in Galatians 3.3. 3. So let's continue reading. It says, um, so um, Exodus 32.5, it says, When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the gulf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterwards, they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in to indulge um so let's look at what is happening here so Aaron saw this and he was like okay um there needs to be something that's being done here because these people are getting out of hand you know they're getting out of hand um you know it says and they rose up early on the on on them you know on tomorrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings and the people sat down to eat to drink and and rose up to play um they were really really going you know letting their flesh lead them and Aaron Aaron did not Aaron was not consulting the Lord on this when he helped them create the um the idol I think he got to a point where he was like you know what I, I'm just gonna give you guys what you need because I can't no more and that's the thing you cannot let your flesh lead you you have to let the Holy Spirit lead you you know and that's the way you conquer the enemy you have to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you the Holy Spirit will nudge you this is not of God do not do that you know um and so basically what happened was let's see um then the Lord said to Moses, go down because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. See, the thing is, God knows all. He sees all. He knows all. As Moses was talking to the Lord, the Lord told Moses, and that's the thing. Prophets know every, well, they know what God tells them. Because God is not going to do something without first telling his prophets, okay, and his His leaders. All right. So, when when um those things were happening, God already saw it and he told Moses, who was basically the prophet that was leading them, he's like, Hey, 
this is what people these people are doing i need you to go back down there because you know aaron is yielding to what they want to do and let's keep on reading it says they have been quick to turn away from what i commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a gulf they have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said these are your gods israel who brought you up out of egypt i have seen these people the lord said to moses and they are stiff-necked people they um now leave me alone so that so that my anger may burn against them and that i may destroy them then i will make you into a great nation but moses sought the favor of the lord his god lord he said why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of egypt with great power and might and a mighty hand why should the egyptians say it was the evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth turn from your fierce anger relent and do not bring disaster on your people see even though they were going crazy and doing the things of the enemy basically letting their flesh lead them moses who's a leader and that's what leaders do they have pity on the people they even though even though the people are going crazy they will still go to the lord and say lord please help help the people that's what pastors do that's what leaders do they they see that you are going on the wrong pathway. They see that you're you're doing crazy things, but they're still gonna you know tell the Lord, please, Lord, help them. They're still gonna tell you what God is saying and what God is not saying that you should do, but they're still gonna pray to the Lord to help you to turn from your ways. They're gonna say it's fine, you know. Yes, you 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 did this 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 that, but guess what? I'm gonna pray to the Lord. We're gonna pray together. Repent. Let the Lord help you, and 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 you know, not not um have a a uh, anger towards you okay because god can be angry at you know if you keep sinning because the wages of sin is death is death right the wages of sin is death you what is wages something that you earn okay the more you sin the more the more it is that god is like you know god is the god of grace but you cannot exhaust grace you cannot um you know um what's the word i'm saying you cannot abuse grace okay you know you cannot do that he will give you grace but there's there's a time where he's like okay i need you to really like get on this if you have a heart to repent you have a you have a heart to 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 tell the lord i i want to do better he knows your heart but if you don't care and you just want to keep doing the things that you do then yeah god is definitely gonna do something to to get your attention so you know Moses prayed and said, "Lord, please just don't, don't, don't hurt them." Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had, you know, threatened. And that is um, Exodus thirty-two fourteen. So what did Moses do? Moses turned and went down, down the mountain. Ooh, this is getting interesting. Moses went down there. Okay, when he went, he went down, down there, and he said with the with the two tablets um of the covenant law in his hands basically the ten commandments you know and they were inscribed on both sides front and back the tablets were the work of god the writing was the writing of god engraved on the tablet when joshua heard the noise of the people shouting he said to moses there is the son of war in the camp uh, moses replied it is not the sound of victory it is not the sound of defeat it is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp uh, and saw the golf and the dancing, his anger burned 
and threw and he threw the tablet out of his hand, breaking them to the to pieces at the foot of the mountain. And he took the golf and the uh, he took the golf the people had made and burned it in the fire. Yes, he burned it. Then he then he ground it to powder. My God, he's like I'm going to burn this to ashes to ashes, debt to debt today. Scattered it on the water and made the Israelite drink it. Wow. Okay, that he he was not playing. He was not playing. He said to Aaron, what did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? I can can even picture now Aaron is like, oh my, I don't know. (laughs) Let's see what Aaron said. Do not be angry, my Lord. Aaron answered, you know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, make us gods who will go before us as as for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt we do not know what has happened to him so I told them whoever uh, has any gold jewelry take it off then they gave me the gold and I threw it into the fire and out came this gulf Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so became a laughing stock to their enemies so he stood at the entrance to the camp and said whoever is for the Lord come to me and all the Levites railed to him. And then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend neighbor. <coughs> Excuse me. The, the Levites did as Moses commanded, and that they, about 3,000 of the people died. Then Moses said, you have been set apart for the, to the Lord today, for you were against your own brothers and, uh, brothers and uh, your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you this day. So, what is all this saying? This is saying that worshiping idols does not turn out well. It does not turn out well. You know, burning sage crystals it does not turn out well. god does not like us to to put anything that doesn't even have power to do anything for us before him he's a god that is he's a god of gods the lord of lords what what else do you need to to shield you but him alone him alone you know Burning sage is demonic. Okay, it's demonic. It's witchcraft. It's a form of sorcery. Let's look in Galatians. Um, I believe Galatians five. Galatians five talks about the fruit of the spirit. Um, but then before it talks about the fruit of the spirit, it talks about the fruit of the flesh. Okay, the fruit of the flesh. Before he talks about the fruit of the spirit, he talks about the fruit of the fruit of the flesh. So let's look at Galatians five nineteen. Okay, these these Israelites were walking in the fruit of the flesh, and what the f- the fruit of the flesh talks about is that in Galatians five nineteen it says the act of the flesh are obvious. 
okay sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry witchcraft that right there out outlines it witchcraft is sorcery sorcery is burning sage so when you burn sage you are performing in witchcraft okay but it says and let's continue what the flesh of this does uh what what fleshly things are concerning the bible in galatians 5 19 it says it also uh witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of a rage selfish ambitions um tens ten uh, fun um functions um and then envy drunkenness orgies and likes okay so what is then something that we can do as christians what is what what is what can we do what is something that we do instead of yield to the flesh and one of the things that it says is that it's also mental and emotional garbage things that you do so um those are the things basically to sum it up those are the things of the flesh but now let's look at the things of the spirit things that god wants us to do he's given us what the fruit of the spirit and he gives it to us in seed form okay he gives it us to us in seed form and the more you spend time with him the more you, he's going to nourish it the more he's going to nourish it because a seed needs light right and a seed needs what water the bible says that you know um the water is the word okay the water is the word so let's first look at what the fruit of the spirit are the fruit of the spirit are um So, let's see, hold on. The fruit of the Spirit are, so they are peace, okay, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, um, joy, forbearance, gentleness, self-control, love, joy, okay? Those are the fruit of the Spirit. It, God gives it to us in seed form. The Bible says that um, the the word is water, the water of the word. Okay, Ephesians five. Ephesians five is from. To me, I believe that Ephesians five is to men, and and Proverbs thirty one is to women. Uh, but of course, there's things in Ephesians five that are good for women as well. But it says that to um, Ephesians five. Um, let's see, Ephesians five. Twenty six, I believe. Uh, let's see Ephesians Ephesians 5 26 seriously come on all right Ephesians 5 26 okay it says uh, so let's look Ephesians 5 25 it says husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word the washing of the water which is with the word okay so when it, when God gives you the fruit of the spirit in seed form, um, it means that you require the word, which is the water, to basically nourish you, to help you grow. You know, because a seed needs water, and a seed needs um, a seed needs water, and a seed needs light. So what is, so what is the light that is talking about? God, God is the light. God is the light. 
right? It says in 1 John 1, 5, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So you need God who's a light in the word, which is the water to wash, to basically nourish you, the seed that is in you, the, the, the fruit of the spirit that is a seed in you, you know, to grow. So the more you spend time with the Lord and time in the word, you will have that joy, love, peace, forbearance, kindness, faithfulness, you know, um, self-control, um, and all the, the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 to 23. So those are the things that God is saying, you know, concerning what it is. Is Christians really supposed to burn sage? No. We have, instead, we have God that is protecting us, one. Two, you use the word of God. Like it says, it's the water. Luke ten nineteen to 20. Luke ten nineteen to 20. What does that say? Luke 10, 19 to 20. Let's look at that. Luke 10, 19 to 20. It says, I have given you power to trample. Luke 10, 19 to 20. It says, I have given you power to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you okay so that means that nothing is gonna harm you you god has given you this inheritance to know that you are covered by his son jesus christ by the blood of jesus one two he has the holy spirit with you okay to be your comforter to help you help you discern what you need to discern that's happened around you and to pray for 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 the blood of Jesus to to demolish every weapon of the enemy but you have to open your mouth and pray against that you know you do not use no crystals you do not use you do not burn no sages use anointing oil okay use your mouth use prayer prayer is a weapon against the enemy i already said that in the beginning Instead of using crystals, instead of using sages, pray. Use anointing oil. Anoint your house. Anoint yourself. Okay? Pray over your anointing oil before you anoint yourself. Psalms 23 has such a great message about being under the shelter of God. Okay? And Psalms 91, being under the shelter of the Most High God. Okay? Use the word of God against the enemy. And... Um, another thing that I said was that you can, you have angels. You can pray to God to send your angels. They are angels. They are archangels. They are warrior angels. They are guardian angels. They are healing angels. There are so many angels. Okay? Angels are real. They are real. Okay? They are there to help you. Every Christian that prays the salvation prayer has an angel. So you, you can pray to the Lord, please send my angel to protect me. All right, Psalms 91 talks about how God is, Psalms 91, 11, I believe it says that he will send his, his angel to protect you, okay? So that your feet will not hit against a stone. So no more crystals depending on crystals, but we depend on God. No more burning sages. Anoint your house. Anoint your house, okay? Anoint your house. Anoint an oil. You can, you can put anointing oil in diffuser 
and diffuse and it will just diffuse in your house. Pray over that anointing oil and put it in your diffuser and diffuse it. Okay, that is not burning nothing. That is just you allowing the anointing oil to just go into your house, into the air in your house. Or you can just take the anointing oil and just put it in your house, like put it on the walls of your house or use it on your body. Okay? God does not like us to depend on anything but him. He does not like us to depend on those idle things. No. When I heard about this, I was just like, oh my goodness. I I would say I was like Moses. (laughs) When Moses was on the mountain and God told him, hey, go back down there because your people, you know, the people that I have uh, caused you to be a leader over, they are going crazy down there, you know. And this is the time that repentance needs to take place. So if you're somebody that is do has been doing this, has been using crystals to block of whatever, or has been burning sages, this is the time to stop right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are praying right now. Today, it, it ends today. Okay? Today, you pick up your, wor- your, your word, which is your weapon. You pick up your word of God and you believe and have faith in the Elohim that we serve. The Jehovah Tisknu that we serve. Have you ever heard of a God that has many multiple characters, many multiple names? No, but our God does. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Elohim. He's Jehovah Tisknu. He's Jehovah Jireh. Okay? He has so many characteristics because he's everything in one. So you don't need crystals. You don't need no burning sages. So, Father, I just thank you for this message. I bless it, Father. I pray that you bless it also, God. That you anoint it, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, right now. I pray that anybody that heard this message, that you allow them to know that you are God, that you are the Lord of Lords, the God of gods, the all-consuming one. You are King of kings. You are Emmanuel, God with us. You never left us. You never leave us. You are always with us. You are omnipotent. You are omnipresent. So, Father, right now, by the blood of Jesus and the power of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit, release God your conviction on your people today release God forgiveness on your people today those that want to say sorry father they have been entertaining these idle things God just like the Israelites God when they repented father you you were with them you kept with them you let them God you still cared for them. You still led them to the promised land. As it says in um, Exodus thirty three fourteen. So Father, I pray the Lord when they do repent, God, you allow them to close every door that they have opened to any diabolical world, any diabolical realm. Shut those doors right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray the Lord as they go back and seek your face and allow your consuming fire to burn down everything that they have opened or open themselves to or expose themselves to God that you Father you will stretch out your mighty righteous hand and cover them because God they never left your side 
They never left your side. Even though they strayed away, you still cared for them. Even though they strayed away, God, your heart was still toward them. So, Father, I just pray. The Lord, you allow them to realize that you do have angels that you have assigned them to. So I know the Lord, as they pray to you, you will release your angels to protect them. And the Holy Spirit is with them. So Father, I just pray that Lord, they will have faith in you. Faith, 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 faith. Even the faith, the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. So Father, without faith, it's impossible to please you. So I pray the Lord, you ignite the faith in them. You ignite the belief in them that you are a God who knows all, sees all. You are a God that speaks and it, it and it, it is. You are a God that does the impossible. You are the God that does the impossible. There is nothing that can compare to you, Father. So let them know that. That they serve a mighty, 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 mighty God. Words cannot even describe how mighty you are, Father. We can see it full well from Genesis to Revelation how great you are. How great you are. We cannot compare a crystal that if it's on the floor, you can literally burn it into ashes as Moses burned those idols into ashes. You cannot be burned into ashes, God. That is what shows that you are mighty. You are mighty. You are mightier than any crystal, any burning sage they can put in front of you. So I pray right now, let them see the mighty hand of you, God, in their lives. Those that turn back to you, God, I know that you are embracing them as you, as the father embraced the prodigal son. That you are not judging them, but you are loving them. So I thank you for this message. I pray the Lord, you, ple- you place your consuming fire over it. Baptize our houses with yourself, with your consuming fire. Shield us, send a hedge of protection over this message, God. Send a hedge of protection over each and every one that's listening their houses, Father. Each and every one of your children, their houses, God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, that no weapon. No weapon. No weapon form against them or prosper. Because we have victory in the Lord. We have victory in the name of Jesus. We have victory in the Holy Spirit. So we thank you for your hand, God. We thank you for shielding us, for protecting us, even when we were still yet sinful. Thank you, Jesus, that we can call on your name. We can call on the name of Jesus. We can call on the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has power. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. And it's the name of Jesus we do pray. We seal this whole message in the blood of Jesus. Amen. All right, so we're ending with Luke 10, 19, 20. It says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that you that the spirits submit to you but rejoice that your names are written in heaven all right your names are written in heaven rejoice that but guess what you have the power god has given you that inheritance that power to come against anything that is not like the lord you have that power how do you use that power you use it by proclaiming the word of god 
decreeing the word of God. I gave you so many promises when before we started because I want you to know that you can speak out those promises. You can decree and declare those promises in your house, over yourself, over your children, over your husband, over your wife, over you, over everything concerning you. Okay, look in those Bible verses that I gave you in the beginning, Isaiah 54, 17, Isaiah 41, 10 to 12, Matthew eleven twenty eight, Psalms 4, 8, Philippians 4 to 6, John 16, 33, it goes on. There's a lot of promises of God protection. Psalms 91 has a great promise of angels coming to to protect you. Um, Acts 5, 17 to 25, when you look in it, I want you to read that. Um, Acts 5, 17 to 25, that was when the apostles were in prison and an angel came and helped them to get them out. Okay, um, I want you to look in um, Acts 9, 40 to 42. That's a, that shows that prayer is a weapon. Peter walked heavenly in miracles, signs and wonders. Because not only because that he was anointed and filled with the Holy Spirit, but he used the weapon of prayer. Okay, when he was in the town and um, they said that the, one of the disciples was was dead. He came over there. He told everybody, leave the room. He kneeled on. He kneeled down. And he prayed to God and he he commanded the woman to 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 rise up by the blood of Jesus. Okay. So prayer is a weapon. Open your mouth and pray. Okay? The Lord's prayer is a weapon. Okay? Um, anoint yourself with anointing oil. The, there is anointing oil. Go get you anointing oil. Okay? The only way an anointing oil has power is when you pray over it. Okay? When you pray over it. Pray over the anointing oil. Anoint your house. Put it in some diffuser. You know, you can put anointing oil in your diffuser so that it, it gets in the atmosphere of your house. Okay, but do not depend on the oil only. The oil doesn't have as much power as the name of Jesus or as uh, depending on God. Okay, so remember God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity has power over every single thing. Use the word of God. Use the word of God. Open your word. Okay, open your word. Proclaim your word. Decree your, your the word of God. All right. And if you're somebody that, you know, and remember one last thing, God is not a man that he should lie. Okay. He's not a man that he should repent. He's a, he's a spirit. His, his promises are yes and amen. So every promise, everything in the word of God is true. Period. Nothing is changing. Men, men change. We change, but God is consistent. Okay, John four twenty four it says God is spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay? So remember that. No more crystals, no more sages. Those things are not they don't have any power whatsoever. You can literally burn those things down. Anyway, um if you have if you're somebody that repented, I just thank the Lord for you right now. I thank the Lord that you repented. God loves you. He cares. Okay. And he's embracing you right now that you repented from using crystals, using sages. Glory to the Lord. He's with you. He's protecting you. Okay. And if you want to give your life to Christ, there's a song that's going to play right after this. And I want you to um, take time to give your life to Christ. It, it, it will be a point in the song where it will stop 
and I will come on and uh, pray the salvation prayer with you, okay? So maybe you've, you know, you use crystals or you use sages because you didn't really know who God was, or maybe you backslid and you just found yourself doing those type of things that are not of God, and God is saying, guess what? You can still come back to him. He loves you. You can give your life to him, all right? And he, he's here for you. So this is Mimi's message. The The next song is... um. A song that's um, by, I think, Hillsong Hill United or Elevation Worship. I don't know which one it is, but um, listen to that song if you want to give your life to Christ. Let that song um, saturate your heart, just minister to you. And then in that in that song, um, we, we're going to pray the salvation prayer, okay? So um, love you all so much. God loves you so much. He loves you more than I love you. Trust me on that. He loves you beyond your imagination, okay? He loves you more than you love you. God loves me more than I love myself, okay? And that is amazing. That's the God we serve. So he's going to protect you from anything seen or unseen. All right, so you have a blessed day. Um, if you Again, if you want to give your life to Christ, listen to this song and pray the salvation prayer. Thank you so much for tuning into Mimi's message. God bless you. God, we look to you tonight. About the singing, God, about the music, about the songs. Let your name be lifted high, Jesus. Let your name be honored, God. And we commit all that we are to you and everything that we do. And we reach towards you, Jesus.
This is the time to give your life to God, to allow Jesus into your heart, to allow him to come in and dwell with you. So if you're ready, you can play you can pray the salvation prayer with me. Heavenly Father, you can repeat after me what I say. Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner and have broken your laws. I understand that my sin has separated me from you. I am sorry and I ask you to forgive me. I need you. I am humbly calling out to you. I am tired of doing things my way. Help me to start doing things your way. I invite you into my life to be my Lord and Savior. Fill the emptiness in me with you, with your Holy Spirit and make me whole. Lord, help me to trust you. Help me to love you. Help me to live for you. Help me to understand your grace, your mercy, and your peace. I believe that Jesus died in my place and rose from the grave to make me new and to prepare me to live in your presence forever. So Jesus, come into my life. Take control of my life. Forgive me of my sins and save me. I place my trust in you alone for my salvation and I accept your free gift of eternal life. And in the perfect name of Jesus Christ, I do pray. Amen.
all right so this ends our episode for today which is we talked about salvation so if you pray the salvation prayer welcome to um being a child of god you have you are filled with the holy spirit you are um you have the holy spirit in you and god loves you so much um and i have given you ideas and um details on how to maintain your relationship with god all right so have a blessed day and welcome to being a child of god welcome to the family we love you find you a church home find you a church home in your neighborhood and attend there are people there that are ready to love on you and and be a part of your life you know so there are a lot of christians out there that want to get to know you want to meet you want to have be a friend you know want to get to know who you are all right god bless you you have a blessed day